I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. A little bit of ring here. I'm sure they're working on that for me. But it's great to be in the house of God this morning. And I am delighted that we can be together in the various places where we are and share this time in the Lord. Praise God. To all my friends who are watching, I want you to know that we love you and we're thankful for you and we're praying for you. To all of our uh, church family, God loves you and pastors praying for you every day. And I know you're praying for each other. After this service, it would be good if you were to pick up the telephone and call somebody and encourage them. Remember, this is the time to speak encouraging words. There's enough fear mongering. There's enough sadness. You can get that any day you want to in the newspaper, in the various news agencies. But we need to be the people who spread the good news. So think about those things and share that with as many as you can. Well, today is a very, very special day. It is Palm Sunday, and I have a very special word from the Lord for you today. Interestingly, my good friend, Pastor Ron Dowdy, called this morning, early this morning, and was talking to me about a scripture. And would you believe it's the same scripture text that I had already felt from the Lord to preach from this morning. So I know I have a confirmation that this is from the Lord. Praise God. God is so good to us. And now I'm going to the word of God. If you would go with me, that would be great. And I want you just to treat wherever you are as though you were in the house of God. We're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 2 and verse 2. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2. Here we go. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it and many people shall go and say, come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Now it's Palm Sunday, so I want to read with you that very special passage from Matthew chapter 21 that took place on the first Palm Sunday. Matthew 21, 1. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethphage unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, 
Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon a donkey, and a colt, the foal of a donkey. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the donkey and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into, the Jerus into Jerusalem, all the city was moved saying, who is this? Praise God. This morning, I want to preach to you just for a few moments on this subject. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. It was just uh, five days before our Lord would give his precious blood on Mount Calvary. He and the disciples were at the Mount of Olives and Jesus told two of his disciples to go into the village, Bethphage, and there they would find a donkey along with its colt tied. They were to loose them and bring them to Jesus. And just as Jesus said, the disciples went, found the two beasts of burden, and as they were untying them, the owner came running out of the house and said, hey, where you going with my donkeys? They answered, the master has need of them. The owner immediately said, but of course, because whenever the master has need of something, it is a human's privilege and honor to supply it. They brought the animals to Jesus and they set Jesus upon them and a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and they strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. It was a most victorious scene. Multitudes cried, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Hosanna, you see, in that day was a cry of joy. Hosanna was a shout of welcome. It literally translates from the Hebrew, save us now, save us now. Let's take a moment right now. I know you're watching from wherever you are. But right now, we're going to take a moment. It's Palm Sunday. We're going to worship the Lord. We're going to take a moment. We're going to begin to praise the Lord Jesus with our hosannas. I want you, wherever you are right now, lift up your voice with me. And I want you to say it because God can hear you. Hosanna, hosanna, hosanna in the highest. Hosanna to the son of David. Oh, our great and mighty king, our wonderful king. Hosanna in the highest. Now, it's interesting that this scene took place on the Mount of Olives. There's a lot of sadness in the valleys. There's a lot of sadness in the valleys, and, and you have been hit with some pretty sad things of late. But today, right now, come with me. 
Let's climb the mountain of the Lord with praises upon our lips and in our hearts and we'll claim the victory. Now, when I say climb the mountain of the Lord, do you have any idea what the mountain of the Lord is? Well, fortunately for you and I, it is defined in the word of God. The mountain of the Lord is defined in Isaiah chapter two, verse two, and it says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, notice, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. When I say climbing the mountain of the Lord, it means getting into his presence. It means going into his house. I think after this, uh, this terrible crisis is over that we are all gonna have a much greater appreciation for the gathering together of the people of God. For where two or three are gathered together, there am I in the midst of them. I think everybody's gonna have a greater appreciation for the mountain of the Lord, which the Bible says uh, is the mountain of the Lord's house. And many people shall go and say, come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And what's gonna happen in the house of God? What's gonna happen in the mountain of the Lord? He will teach us his ways and we will walk in his path. It's at the mountain of the Lord where Isaiah said that God will teach us his ways. Ladies and gentlemen, some of us have become grossly negligent in the last few years of the things of God. And we thought that things would continue going on nicely as they always had. But suddenly the storm winds are blowing and the high waves are raging. And now we are remembering the mountain of the Lord. We're remembering the house of God where God teaches us his ways, where we learn to walk in his path. God has certainly shown us the value of the mountain of the Lord. It is exceedingly beneficial to our souls to mount above this present evil world to something nobler and better. I'm so glad every time I begin to worship God, I ascend the mountain of God. When I get to the mountain of God, the Bible says it's the house of God and I find relief from the cares of life. You cannot handle these problems by yourself. You've got to have the higher power of Almighty God to get you through this. I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care if you claim to be a Christian or a non-Christian, you are gonna to realize today that you need God and if you will begin to worship and praise God with your heart, if you'll begin to think about him and to begin to worship him with your voice, God will come to you. He's showing us that he's able. The cares of this world must not be allowed to choke everything good within us. Some people, if you're not careful, will give in to depression and sorrow and sadness, and the Bible calls it, lest we be weary and faint in our minds. Oh, I know there's some sad things that are happening, but we know that the joy of the Lord 
is our strength. We need to boost him. Get that boost of the joy of the Lord going in our lives. Hallelujah. It's exceeding beneficial. The cares of this life cannot be allowed to choke out the goodness of the Lord. We cannot afford to become fretful and despondent. You have been called of God for such an hour as this. The he, three Hebrew children probably had no idea, I'm sure, of what they were about to face, but they were called of God for such an hour. Daniel probably didn't understand when they placed him into, into the lion's den, but he was called for that hour. Esther probably didn't understand at first what was going on, but she was called of God for that hour. And I'm here to tell you that God called you for this hour. He will not leave you nor forsake you. He will not leave you in the lurch. He is able to help you with every situation that you face. But here is the time for us to begin to say, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And you can praise your way to God. You can praise your way into a place with the Lord that is above the sorrows of the valley. We've got to leave this valley we're going through for a few moments. And we've got to begin to praise God from our hearts. I'm talking about right now in your home as you listen. We need to verbally praise God. Climb the mountain of praise and you're going to find and inhale the invigorating, refreshing wind of God. The Spirit of God is calling us to leave the mist of fear and the fevers of anxiety and all the ills which have gathered in this valley of earth and to ascend the mountain of God with anticipation that God hears us and that he will help us. Oh, right now, I say this to you. I command and in the name of Jesus, that Holy Ghost joy would fill your heart right now. A fresh anointing would touch your soul. May Almighty God cut the cords that have held us in the valley of the shadow of death. Let God help you rise up. You were created by God to take dominion. You were commanded to take dominion. I want to remind you of one little sentence that comes from the lips of the Apostle Paul from Philippians 4.13 that we need to voice. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Listen to me now. In the battlefield, the most valuable and fought for places are the high places. There, the combatants can monitor the approach of the enemy from any direction. A small company of soldiers who are well fortified on a hill or mountain can wreak havoc and destruction on a much larger army in the valley below because of their vantage point. Mountains drew men like Abraham who exerted himself to climb and then laid his best sacrifice on the summit of Mount Moriah. Jacob offered sacrifice to God on a Mount Gilead summit, escaping forever the tyranny of Laban. Joshua built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal. Isaiah said that God dwelleth in Mount Zion. And the prophet Micah said, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house 
of the God of Jacob and he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths. God never intended for humans to live in the valley without a mountaintop experience. God never intended you to be able to get through day after day of valley dwelling without going up to the mountain and getting a refreshing, invigorating touch of the Holy Spirit. God never intended for you to try to get through this life without his help. Oh, my friend, right now, it's time for you to reach out to God in the secrecy and the privacy of your home or in public, it doesn't matter. Wherever you may be, you need to lift your voice. I'm gonna do it with you right now, God. I say Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. You are the great and the mighty God. You're bigger than COVID-19. You're greater, Lord, than coronavirus. You're greater, oh God, than the sickness. You're greater, Lord, than the sadness. You're greater than the financial strains. You're greater, Lord, than the family distancing. Oh God, you're able. Right now we gather on the top of the Mount of God, the house of the Lord where two or three are gathered together in your name. There you are, and here we are. I want everybody here and everybody around the house, wherever you may be, lift your hands, just like you see me doing right now, and begin to praise Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. You are the great and the mighty God. Come on, let go of your dignity. Let go of your pride. Oh God, here I am. I humble myself as a little child before you and I say Hosanna Hosanna in the highest you are the king you're my king I give my heart and my life to you hallelujah I'm climbing 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 the mountain of God I'm climbing by praising you Lord I'm praising you Lord I'm praising you above fear I'm praising you above doubt I'm praising you above worry I'm praising you above sickness come on everybody hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus. I wish there was somebody right now that would lift up the voice and begin to praise God. Holy Ghost power can fall down right now, right where you are. Remember David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. God told Moses, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Well, I got news for you. If you want to be a valley dweller, you can be one. But if you want to be one of God's own children, God did not call us to stay in the valley. We're going to walk through this valley, but we're just changing mountaintops. We are mountaintop dwellers. God has called us to, to live in a place that's much better than despondency. You see, God brings us up out of hopelessness. God brings us up out of despair. God brings us up out of misery. God brings us up out of fear. God brings us up out of depression. And he said, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The only time we need to be in the valley is when we are going through something temporary. And I want you to know something. What you're going through is temporary. This too shall pass. And my God shall keep his hand upon you if you praise God. And when this is all said and done, I think you ought to be 
trying to get to the house of God by the score. I think everybody should be going to the house of God and giving praise. I think myself, when the doors are open again for public service, I think I'll dance down the aisle. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. And when we go forth each day into the fields to work for God, we must descend into the valley. But it is the will of God that we hang our hat on the mountaintop of victory. Somebody say, praise God. Praise God. You see, mountain climbing takes effort. Going to the house of God, remember, when we were allowed to do so, it took effort. If you wanted to, you could just stay in the valley. But to go to the mountaintop, you have to be willing to climb. I got news for you. I think God is causing a desire to come into the hearts of all of us. Folks, we are realizing now that unless the Lord keeps us, we're not going to make this. But if God be for us, who can be against us? It is well worth your effort to climb the mountain of God. You need to do it for yourself. You need to do it for your children. You need to do it for your parents. I'm hearing about people who are praying back through to the Holy Ghost in their homes. I hope today that there's somebody that will throw their hands in the air and say, God, I have a renewed respect. I have a renewed love. I have a renewed desire for the house of God. Somebody say, praise God. The mountain of blessing is climbed by praising the Lord. I think of one man in the scripture who was so complacent. While Abraham was building altars, he was dwelling in the valley. You know his name. His name is Lot. He dwelt in the valley. He chose Sodom and Gomorrah while Abraham was up climbing mountains and building altars. Lot had become complacent. But one day, Lot's life shattered, and he awakened from his complacency, being dragged away from every possession he owned by an angel who screamed in his ear. Listen to what he said. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. I'm here to tell you that those who will take the time to climb the mountain of God, to begin to establish the house of God in your lives. We know the house of God is not necessarily brick and mortar, but we're talking about the assembling of ourselves together. When God permits it to happen, you need to take that time and that opportunity and be thankful unto to the Lord, that you are walking in covenant with God. Lot woke up, but he woke up too late. Not you and not me. We're receiving the Holy Ghost right now. You can receive the Holy Ghost in your home right now. We're going to escape to the mountain and we're going to go up to the high places. You know, in the word of God, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And the Bible says evil in high places, wickedness in high places. High places were the places where people worshiped. And that's where the battle is won. 
That's why it's going to be so incredibly important this morning as we begin to close out this service that we turn our homes into a cathedral of praise for that is where the battle is won when we begin to worship God and praise God in spirit and in truth. That is where the battle is won. I want you to know that God is ready to give you a tremendous victory in your life. If you would please, would you close your eyes with me? I'm looking at you, ma'am. I'm looking at you, sir. And Jesus Christ loves you. And I'm praying with you right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, heal that man right now of his sickness. Heal that woman, oh Lord, that little boy that I was told about yesterday that's suffering with cancer. I pray in the name of Jesus, heal that little boy, oh God. Now in the mighty name of Jesus, let the Holy Ghost fill every home, every place where this broadcast is going. Fill people with the Holy Ghost, Father. Let those who are prodigal sons and daughters return to the Lord. Oh my God, now is the time to return to the Lord. And remember, it's time to come. Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. It's time to ascend the hill of God. And we do that by praising Jesus. I love you, God. I'm taking a moment now. Somebody's going to receive the Holy Ghost while I'm talking right now. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you right now. Lift up your voice. First of all, God, forgive me for all my sins. Forgive me for every mistake I've ever made. You pray this prayer with me. Forgive me, Lord, for everything I've ever done, said, or thought that was not like you. And cleanse me, I pray, with your precious blood. Now, would you lift your hands and would you just begin to say, I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I don't care how silly you may feel. Lift your hands just like I'm doing. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Here comes the Holy Spirit. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit now, let them feel it, Lord, at the top of their heads. Let them feel it in their hands. Let them feel the presence of God going down through their bodies, healing every cell. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus to all my precious family members who are watching from near and far. Oh God, to all the precious individuals, this church family, all the brothers and sisters from around the world who are watching today, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and praise him with your voice. And while you're praising God with your voice, he can take your tongue and he can speak in a language you never understood. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And that's what God is doing for you right now. I see right now that God is touching Young lady, God wants to refill you with the Holy Ghost. You one time knew what it was to walk with God. I call to you now. I want you to put a comment in the comment line. God's talking to a young lady, hallelujah, that used to walk with God. Oh, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody receive the Holy Ghost right now. He loves you. He gave his life for you. And now I'll tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to sing 
We're going up to the high places, going to tear that devil's kingdom down. And while we're singing this, I want you to begin to worship the Lord. Get up on your feet, clap your hands, shout hallelujah. Let God have his way. Here we go. We're going to go up to the high places. We're going up to the mountain of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's play this song and sing it together. By the devil tomorrow, we're gonna tear that devil's kingdom down. Church, tonight we're going to tell that Are you ready? Are you ready? Now, to the high place. Come on, let's worship. We're going up to the high gonna tear the devil's kingdom down yeah going up to the high places that's it worship the lord receive the holy ghost we're going up to the high place we're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down come on we gotta be strong be bold yeah. We're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down. Yeah. Going up. Come on, let's give God the praise. Whoa, yeah. We're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down. The church today is engaged in a spiritual warfare. And the battle goes on between the kingdom of darkness and the army of God. And there is no demilitarized zone. You're either on the devil's side or you're on the Lord's side. Now we know that the Lord Jesus Christ has won the ultimate victory in power. We know that number. But our mission to enforce and maintain all that Jesus purposed for us in the hour. There's a lot of things that the devil has stolen away from the church. Health, prosperity, peace in our homes and our communities, righteousness in our government. Da, 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 but as the army of God has taken us back, Come on! Come on! Are you with me? Yes! Yes! Him. 
going up. We're going up. Jesus is Lord. Whoa. We're going up. We're going to tear the devil's kingdom down. Woo. Thank God. Well, let's have a great day today on this beautiful Palm Sunday. Make sure you put some comments in. If God did something for you, if you felt the presence of the Lord, make sure you comment on this live feed. And we'll be back here tonight at 6 p.m. We're going to have a great time again. We have victory. I have this confidence because